Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bosch. The number of clean diesel models in North America will double by 2014. Bosch Clean Diesel. Good, clean, fun. Bridgestone. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. And by Hyundai Elantra. Winner of the ALG Residual Value Award two years in a row. This is the first AutoLine Daily for the year 2012. Gee, it is great to be back. And here's how the automotive industry is getting back up to speed after ending last year. You know, even though the final sales results for 2011 are still being tallied, that's not stopping forecasters from predicting car sales for this year. The Polk Company says worldwide sales could hit 77.7 million units in 2012, about a 7% gain compared to 2011. Analysts say all regions will see sales gain except for Europe, and that is because of the debt crisis there. Mopar is unveiling a couple of new packages at the Detroit Auto Show next week. The Dodge Charger Redline offers three levels of upgrades. Stage one includes carbon fiber aerodynamic bits, including a front splitter and a rear spoiler. It also gets door scoops reminiscent of the 1970 Charger. Stage two includes a cross brace and a catback exhaust system, meaning new from the catalytic converter on back. It also gets new brake linings. Stage three includes a 426 Hemi that cranks out 590 horsepower, but that's a crate engine intended only for the racetrack. Wink, wink. Don't drive it on the street, people. Mopar is also spiffing up the Chrysler 200 with a version called the Super S. Stage one includes a chin and rear deck spoilers, a new grill, side sills, and black chrome badges, to name a few. Stage two includes a coilover suspension that lowers the car, a cold air intake, and a new catback exhaust system for less back pressure and a better sound. Auto shows are all about cars, hence the name Auto Show. But toolmaker craftsmen will participate at next week NAIAS in Detroit. No, it's not revealing a new line of wrenches or sockets. Nope, it's taking the wraps off its latest premium lawn tractors. Look for the CTX series, along with the latest Ford Fusion, Dodge Dart, and BMW 3 Series. These cutting-edge mowers go on sale next month and are priced anywhere from three grand to 6,500 bucks. Look for them in the lobby area of Cobo Hall. And you know, I find this a fascinating move. I've never heard of a tractor being revealed at an auto show before. In an effort to expand its business in growing markets, French supplier Vallejo just acquired an 80% stake in Chinese automaker Cherry's lighting unit. The joint venture will design, manufacture, and sell lighting products mainly for Cherry vehicles in China. And I think that will be an ongoing trend of established suppliers buying business in China by buying Chinese suppliers. How fast is fast? Well, at the end of the 19th century, it was nearly 70 miles an hour. That honor goes to a bullet-shaped battery-powered carriage from France. A few years later, Henry Ford's 999 Racer clocked in at almost 92 MPH. Today's land speed record stands at about 763 miles an hour, fast, 
but not fast enough. According to Popular Mechanics, a man in Southern California is looking to shatter that score by hitting 2,000 miles an hour. Waldo Stakes, you gotta love that name, is building a rocket-powered car called the Sonic Wind Land Speed Research Vehicle. Piston power won't do the job, neither will jet engines. His motor of choice? A Redstone rocket, the same system used during the Apollo program. No doubt about it, this is a bat-poop-crazy idea, and all I can say is good luck and wear your seatbelt. Hey, who's going to win the North American Car of the Year Award next week? We have three predictions coming right up. The North American Car of the Year will be announced next week, so I asked two of the jurors on that jury to make their predictions. Lindsey Brook of Automotive Engineering and Drew Winter of Wards Auto are making their predictions of who's going to win the Car of the Year. We've got three finalists for the Car of the Year, North American Car of the Year, the Ford Focus, the Hyundai Elantra, and the Volkswagen Passat. Drew, which one do you think the jury's going to go with? Uh, the Passat. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fearful that we're all going to get this wrong, maybe, when it all comes out. But uh, I, I really enjoyed the Passat represents another big risk on the part of Volkswagen. Yanked seven grand out of the, uh, out of the price, uh, delivered a vehicle that's uh, bigger, uh, delivers outstanding fuel economy with the diesel. And I just think it's a tremendous package, big risk that, that is going uh, to pay off for Volkswagen. And how do you see it, Lindsay? I think the jury might come down on Elantra. I've just had that kind of strange feeling, but I agree with you guys on Passat. It, it's, they've created a real American car. I mean, this car is kind of like a Cutlass was back in the 70s. You know, it's roomy. It's got an IP that's a very, you know, kind of straight-lined American IP in it. And, boy, you fall in love with it with that diesel engine. I mean, I took a trip back to Philadelphia, 1,700-mile round trip, averaged 44 MPG with a diesel engine. What is not to like about yeah, that? That's right. And all the power that goes along. Oh, with torque monster. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think the Volkswagen has enormous momentum in the American market. But as you guys know right now, long-term Volkswagen purists don't like these new models. They think it's been dumbed down too much. You obviously don't agree. No, no. Yeah. I don't think so. And it doesn't. And, and it, these, if those purists, again, their opinions don't matter. I mean, they're looking, they're looking for a lot of new buyers. Lindsay, a couple of other small cars that were on the list did not make it to the finalists. Fiat 500, Scion IQ. Why not? I don't think America is ready yet for super cute cars, uber cute cars, you know. If this was the North American Cute Car of the Year Award, they'd be on the finalist list. There is, uh, no. You know, two short wheelbase cars that really have pretty unspectacular fuel economy. Uh, and as we found out with the, with the, uh, the 4.2, the Smart 4.2, Smart was looking for parking variances in Ann Arbor and Madison and Berkeley, et cetera, New York City. And they didn't get them. I mean, really, what is the reason to buy a car that's that small at this point? If it was a 60 MPG proposition, I think they'd be flying out the door. 30 with the 500, 
38, I mean, come on, you can get any number of larger, more feature-laden cars for that sort of efficiency. Well, listen to what you just said, 44 miles per gallon in uh, the Passat, you know, yeah. which is twice as big as those cars. I love the IQ a as a design car. statement. It's cool. It's got so much stuff to look at. Uh, it, it drives pretty well as a little runabout, but Americans aren't ready for runabouts yet. Well, there's nothing wrong with those two cars that $5 a gallon gas won't cure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If it gets to that yeah. again. And it probably will, but will it stay there? Because that's the problem. We see, you know, gas spikes and everybody runs to small cars, and then gasoline prices go back down to normal and everyone runs to big SUVs again. Yeah, right? you know, it's not, it's not even so much the price. It's the fear. It's the paranoia and fear of where they're going to go. And when we get a, 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 a few months or a couple of uh, years of, of peace in the Middle East or, or relative uh, not a lot of uh, violence, then suddenly everybody forgets. Well, we'll know this Sunday, or Monday, I should say, coming up, what is going to be the North American Car of the Year. We'll see if we've got it right. You guys uh, both said the Passat. I'll go with the Elantra, even though you said it might be that one, too, but we'll find out soon. On tomorrow's show, we'll get into our predictions for the North American Truck of the Year Award. And then tonight, don't forget to join us for Open Line, the show where you get to join in. Join us tonight when Rebecca Lindland from IHS Automotive is the guest on the show. And check out today's show notes for all the phone numbers in the pin so that you can join in on the conversation on Open Line. And then don't forget to join us Thursday night for AutoLine After Hours. We'll have Bill Perkins, the chairman of this year's Detroit Auto Show, and Rod Alberts from the Detroit Auto Dealers Association talking about all the changes they're making for this year's show. So join me and the auto extremist Peter DeLorenzo for the best insider information of what is going on in this business. And that wraps up this show. It is great to be back with you for the new year. Thank you for watching. We'll be back right here tomorrow. Mm -hmm.